Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 238 of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, holy Christ, there's a whole lot of you here already. Josh Stratt from all the way in BC, what's happening? Uh, folks, you're going to have to bear with me for two seconds. Um, one of my cameras had fallen, and I don't quite know where it went. So bear with me while I talk really loudly and away from the camera. I'm also going to walk away from the camera. But anyway. <laughs> here, hold on. This is so... Our guest can see me, kind of. Anyways, we'll see if he can still see me. I'm not sure. Am I in frame? I think I'm in frame. Uh, no, I'm not in frame at all. There we go. Now I'm in frame. This is just sort of context so that you, that you can see me. Anyways, holy crap! What a great way to start a show. So, folks, today we're talking East Coast paintball. We're talking um, everything to do with the Maritimes because we're gonna take it back to basics. So we've got a uh, really great guy by the name of Jason. Can I use your full name? Hope so, because I think I tagged you. Yeah. <laughs> so, folks, <laughs> allow me to introduce Jason Moore Miller. Um, he's he's a guy that plays paintball out east here with me. Uh, he's more into the speedball world, which is where I'm trying to uh, push myself to go. And... Uh, while he's trying to learn on the whole uh, Meg Fed Milsim side of things. So, you know, he's he's a real paintballer trying to figure out how us casuals do it and uh, and and so on. So, um, so Jason, why don't you let's do let's do a quick quick uh, introduction of like let's talk can't talk. Tell the folks at home about yourself. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, Jason Moore Miller, number zero zero. Uh, I play for TNT. We compete in the EPPL uh, tournament series. That is uh, sort of our speedball tournament here on the East Coast. Um, we have three different divisions, uh, which starts in three-man rookie. We go on to three-man race two, which is a time format, which is uh, sort of where you start to step it up. And then we have open five-man, which, uh, which is just a blast and it's sort of the goal for everyone once they get started. Um, I'm also uh, head ref over at Hypersports in Mount Uniac, uh, heavily involved with everything over there. Uh, so um, pretty much to sum it up, I play paintball every single weekend if you're open. That's pretty balling, dude. I wish I could play paintball all the time. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it's not it's not that easy because I'm not as hardcore as I'm you. I'm sorry, I lost That's you. just what it is. I'm just not as <laughs> hardcore. Uh, so... <laughs> Sorry, doing sharing shit all over the place. There, let's get the OPPA in here so they can learn how we do shit down east. That's right. Right, right. And TNT's going over to the OPPL uh, for their winter series event. The OPL, sorry. 
Um, so we're going to be we're going to be competing over there in uh, in their four man winter series, and we're super stoked to go with there and show some of our talent off. And that's wicked. Fingers crossed. We've that's been awesome, grinding man. hard. That's awesome. So let's. Uh, so maritime paintball. First and foremost, folks, we do not have the luxury of fancy indoor fields. Um, so when we play, we really we kind of play in the winter, kind of. There's like three games from like November to March. Um, so, so when we play uh, in the spring, summer, and fall, we tend to play as hard as we can and as much as we can. Uh, I've seen dudes out in just like full-blown, it's piss-pouring rain, nothing is shooting straight, and nobody cares. They're just on the field. They might as well just be firing air. Um, Everyone's just happy to get out of the house. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Honestly, I think a lot of us, it's just like, holy shit, I'm so tired of the house. Like after the winter, it's like, I don't want to go back in. Uh, so you've got a list of, um, of events. First, let's okay. talk about your home field. Let's talk about hypersports because it's going to be the location of the first Canadian Meg Fed competition event of the year, uh, which is just called the Canadian Meg Fed competition hypersports because I'm not creative original in any way. So <laughs> uh, let's talk about hypersports. How long has hypersports been around? Uh, Hypersports in itself now, it used to be called Overkill, uh, and they were around for quite a long time. They had uh, a lot of things going at sort of the peak of uh, the peak of paintball is my understanding. But as a new player, I've been going hard for five years. Um, I'm pretty sure the field's been branded Hypersports for about eight to ten years now. Cool. Uh, and it's, um, it has one sole owner now is my understanding, which is Al Snyder, who is uh, puts in it ton of work on that field uh with the new expansion of the container field which is what the the mayfeg competition is going to be held on it's just it's not like any other field here in atlantic canada i can't wait i'm super excited yeah um so it is yeah it's it's a great field um if you guys want to go look for photos of it you can tell which field it is because it has the big gun giant concrete bomb looking thing half in the dirt that's right uh it's a great way to point it out and uh, and I think it's just a great addition to a field. Like that's just so cool. Yeah, and, and what's really cool about this field is it's completely wired. Uh, so we have different color lights set up through all the containers and out on the field. Plus we have a PA system which allows us to play just hey if it's a bachelor party we can have whatever music or a birthday party they can put the radio on up on the, on the field or we can add uh, which I think would be cool for the Mayfair competition would be like ambient sounds like helicopters and gunshots going off in the background right and it, I, I've heard it it sounds awesome uh, and I think that would be a really cool uh, effect you don't want to be too loud because you still want to be communicating with your team but definitely having it in the background gives a whole new field for paintball so I'm thinking like Eye of the Tiger. Yes, the you race. can do it. <laughs> so you can do it, whatever you want, right? You can hook it up to your, your phone or a, a stereo, whatever you want. It's, uh, it's, it's a really cool setup, and uh, I can't wait for it to actually start getting used. Wait, we can hook a microphone to it? Absolutely. Oh, my God, that's going to be amazing. That means that nobody and can we, ever we say have like. We have a, a, a sort of a nest on top of one of the containers where refs can control the entire field. Uh, so not only do you get a bird's eye view, um, you control everything from there. And it's at, it's at the gate. So like you can control people coming in and out. Like you can do it all from there. Sounds amazing. Yeah, it's going to be the perfect <laughs> field. It's going to be a great field for, for the CMC. 
Uh, that way nobody can ever say, well, I didn't hear the, the buzzer. And I'm like, damn it, I am the buzzer, and I know you heard me. Uh, <laughs> that's right. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, quick, but just like everyone watching, if you could take like two seconds to share uh, this episode around, I'd really appreciate it. You guys really have no idea how much this actually helps when you guys share it. Uh, it's a big, oh, big boost. Um, so it, uh, I really appreciate it if you would take two seconds to share the podcast around. And please post any questions. Like if you if you have any questions about anything – uh, anything paintball related, to be honest, we'll, we'll deviate from the conversation. Uh, Absolutely. I do that without questions anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, if you have any questions about anything we talk about, please don't hesitate. Put it in the comments. I will see it. I will ask it. And if it's dirty word, I will say it. This is not a PG-13 show. So um, onward and upward. So we got a couple events coming up. Uh, let's Let's talk. Let's do top three that you're excited for. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. I'm putting so... you on the spot. <laughs> CMC is not right. allowed to be one of them. That's that's cop out. So you got to pick three others. Yeah. All right. So um, I am extremely excited for uh, SummerSlam, which is definitely later in the year. But it is uh, my like I think we had 110, 120 people at Hypersports. Nice. About 80, 90 playing at all times. Like, and it was cool because parents came out and girlfriends, and it was just like you get that whole party theme. Uh, so I love SummerSlam. Um, as a speedball player, I'm excited for the EPPL to get started up. Uh, we're pretty much a great big family, so getting to see everyone after the winter is always a huge highlight of mine. Um, and, oh, the Hyper 500 series. We're not going to talk too much about it because I'm still working Hyper on ball, uh, the detail store. So we're... Hypersports is going to host their own uh, event this year. It's uh, We're going to do it M500 style, so Hopper, two pods, uh, extremely fast-paced games. We're going to have it on multiple fields, so this is uh, this opens it up to everyone. I do know it's going to be semi-automatic only, uh, probably 5.5 balls a second, just so if you want to go out there and play with whatever you want, whatever you want. Um, but this is going to be a for-the-players event. Like this is a, It's going to be super low... Uh, it's going to be super cheap to register and uh, we're going to have some awesome prizes and we'll just try and make a big party event of it uh, and get everyone mixing. Um, I like to see all the other fields come out and different styles of play get introduced. And yeah, I'm just excited for that. Wicked. Uh, somebody posted up. Who was it? Whoop, that was loud. Uh, uh, like who was it? Who was it? Let's fix that. Sorry. My audio kind of looped into itself. Um, Jordan, Jordan's mentioning Black Friday. He's pumped for Black, Black Friday. Friday. Yes. So Black love, Friday, love for those Black who don't Friday. know, Black Friday is like the official, unofficial start to the paintball season out east. When when Black Friday happens, it's like the game that it's like, oh, okay, paintball season has started. Um, so it's and it's always a hit and a miss. It's either good weather or really, really shitty cold weather. And it's funny that Jordan Henniger bringing it up because I remember my first year there, this field's very large. It was one of those wet days and there is a swamp section. He had yep. these whalers on and I'm wearing my cleats and he has me just creeping through the swamp. Oh God. This guy. <laughs> we, uh, yeah. so that's, it's, um, that's held. Black Friday is always held at, um, Mersey Road. Mersey, thank you. I kept. I'm trying to think of it, and I just my brain just kept saying, "Say Mirabelle." 
<laughs> like, no, it's not Mirror of Battle. <laughs> I wish. I um, wish. Mersey Road. Yeah, Mersey Road. So Mersey Road is actually the location of the first big game I ever attended. Uh, it was like the first scenario I ever attended. Now, um, I'm interested, but I'm going to be brutally honest. I don't know if I'm going to go. And here's why. Well, if you don't... Okay. That field hasn't updated a fucking thing in 15 years. It's the same bunkers. And I don't mean the bunkers are in the same place. They're the same cuts of wood. <laughs> so, oh, it's like a four and a half, five hour drive for me from Fredericton. So, I mm, like I want to go because everyone's going to be there and it's a big ass party. But, oh, the mm, that level of ball is just, it burns. It burns. I'm sorry. It's not about that. It's about getting out with the boys. It's the first big hurrah of the season. And I know. I, that's why it's I so... know. I'm, cl- I'm, I'm a lot closer, but I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, oh, mm. we'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. If the weather is, is, is like violently nice, then, then maybe I'll make the, I'll make the trip, but I'll have to that's wait right. and see. Um, so, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, Derek Kelly's saying bring back the ATWL. The, uh, the Atlantic Tactical Woods Ball League. Mm. Uh, I've heard really good things about that. It was really cool. That was really big back in the day of the two teams called um, Ant Hill. I, I just remember this. is I think they just coincided in my life. I don't think these guys were actually linked together at all. But there was these two teams called Ant Hill and COG, Combat Operation Group. And they were kind of mixed in, I think, with the ATWL. But it was... It was really neat. They were like the first teams that I ever really met. Um, fun side story. I first met them at Longreach Paintball, and they were all decked out in like the matching camo. And like one of them, ha- one of them had like the Spec Ops A5, like the actual like custom made A5 that you get from Spec Ops Paintball back in the day. And these guys were all, all rigged up, right? They're just, just badass. And there I am in like olive drab. My shit's duct taped together. Like it's just it's just garbage gear. It's not garbage gear, but it felt like it. Uh, and I I was intimidated by those guys. And then we whooped their ass. <laughs> it's like yeah. So, anyways, fun fact. Uh, but I would like to see the ATWL come back. I think that'd be neat. I think it's time for at it to least come a back. form of it. A form of it. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Because I mean, Mech Paintball's on its rise. Um, I think with Meg mm-hmm. Paintball rising, I think old school Woods Ball games are going to come back. Uh, you know what I'd really like to see come back? And that's not just here. I'd like to see it everywhere. I think everyone else has it more than we have it here. But here in the Maritimes, I would love to see old school Woods Ball games come back. Just no scenario, no story, no no anything. Just red versus blue, capture the flag, or, or full-blown elimination. Just... There just feels like every weekend somebody's doing an event, but the events are so fastly, like, just, they're happening so fast. And it's just like, okay, guys, this is a walk on with a story time. Can we just cut out the story time and just play some paintball? Like, um, that's, right. that's what the ATWL did really well, is it was just pure paintball out in the woods, and it was just good times. Absolutely. Uh, um, one second let's check these comments oh i have to hit up elise uh tremblay yep. i believe sorry um so 
thank you for all your pictures. Um, right. That's a very good point. Um, the field, her comment was, bah, bah, bah. it was, let me scroll up and get it. SummerSlam was pretty great. A lot of people, kind of hard to play, uh, but still fun. Absolutely, we all did have fun. It was an awesome day. Um, the field was very hard to play, especially like the mounds field that uh, connect the container field and the wood ball field. Um, we've listened. Changes are being made. Uh, which is going to make it a lot more playable. Um, and it, he's been adding to these two fields. So um, he's also got like 200 spools on location at the field that nice. every spool on the lower field is going to be taken off. New spools are going in, whole field is getting an upgrade. Um, so it's going to be by the time uh, we get going, maybe not by the first uh, our opening day, but as the season gets going, definitely by SummerSlam, we're going to have everything all cleaned up and good to go. Wicked. I love that that you said, like, we, we listened, we heard, we've made changes. Oh, we got so many ideas, right? And like talking, just being able to talk is just such an important thing and listening to what the players feel about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be built up. It's going to be more bunkers added. It's going to be a lot more playable by the time uh, the season gets going. So, excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a... Zach Joseph's comment just came by and just said, yes, suck it, blue. I think he wants the red versus blue back. I think he wants, like, old school paintball back. Um, <laughs> so, um, okay, so we talked about we talked about Black Friday. We talked about SummerSlam. Yep. What else we talk about? Uh, we touched on the EPPL, which yeah. is sort of in my opening thing. Um, the EPPL is near and dear to my heart. Brian Campbell puts on an excellent event. Um, like everything, there's always growing pains with teams. And uh, I think paintball, I feel like when I started five years ago, there's a couple players, but there's no teams that you could really hop on and grow. Uh, and that's changing for uh, woods ball and speed ball. Um, I'm starting to see more players coming out and playing under a name because it gives them a home. Uh, and I think paintball at the end of the day is a really important thing for people that are looking for a home so now that i uh, people can correct me if i'm wrong back when overkill was overkill there seemed to be a stigma of really fast hard play uh and i think that's sort of changing because with our with the generation and let's call ourselves millennials we're not into that hardcore play we're looking for that fun fair inclusive um play so we can all play on the same field um i know i'm going a little off topic here but no, no, i think this, this show is growing a different yeah i, I think paintball is starting to grow in a different manner um at least from my point of view um i know when i started it you had your regulars and everything but there's no teams to hop on and now like what i did with tnt has started like a a whole effect through all these other teams like in uh cape breton they started doing their thing and housing their tournaments and getting young players into it and then just giving everyone a home to call paintball no matter what faucet you're in like if it's meg fed speedball like we can all get along we all shoot paint at the end of the day and it's starting to grow in that manner absolutely yeah. um i love okay so i want to touch on the fact that you said paintball is growing in a different direction and I think yeah. that is the best way to describe it because we keep hearing naysayers. I mean, the sky has been falling since <laughs> the first year paintball started, I think. Everyone always talked about, you know, oh, well, paintball's dying, paintball's dying. Paintball's not dying. 
If paintball was dying, companies like Exalt wouldn't be investing money into making shit like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys, people need to understand, like, you can't just make a tube of hater sauce. You've got to make, like, I'd, I'd assume they probably do a thousand or more of these in order. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, paintball's not dying. If it was dying, paintball extravaganza wouldn't have been a thing. So, the naysayers. Have you ever been so, to paintball extravaganza? God, I want to so badly. But it's, it's a like, bucket list for, for me, too. It's the, the problem with, okay, it's not the problem. It's the hurdle I have to get over is the fact that paintball extravaganza is one is only for field owners, industry members, and media, which I kind of technically fall into the media portion portion of it, except their definition of a media is somebody who works for a, an established official media outlet. And then it's a $150 media pass. So I still want to go. I just need to figure out how to get around all of that. <laughs> so. I, I, I think they need to figure out how, like, okay, so the NXL, uh, the National Expo League, first events this weekend, they sort of have a trade show at all their events. All the big vendors have booths set up. They all have deals on. If you're watching the Ghost Boards broadcast, you can get certain discounts, right. online purchases that day. So, like, that's more of our opportunity to get to see all the new and cool stuff, which paintball extravaganza should totally be opened up to anyone and everyone. They should make their money off tickets. Media should not have to pay because at the end of the day, they're bringing the paintball content to the rest of the world. Why are we charged? Like I get, we got to make money or paintball extravaganza needs to make money, but let's make it in a different manner. Let's right. Media is so important for paintball. Everyone going and liking and sharing that paintball picture is so important. And I have a huge beef with paintball players because we don't like and share each other's content. And it's like, it's the easiest way to grow the sport. It's either, um, and yeah. either we don't share it. And I think the biggest problem with paintball players, oh my God, this is a huge, I could rant about this for days, is <laughs> yeah. people are just like, we need to grow the sport. First of all, I fucking hate grow the sport. Um, because it's just been, it's like the horse has been beaten into the ground. It's been long dead. We're now just hitting the dirt on top of it. Um, but you know, what doesn't grow the sport is sharing paintball shit to other paintballers. I'm so tired of that. I'm so tired of people just being like this. It's this fucking echo chamber has formed around paintball and we're all like just yammering at each other. And it's like, oh, well, we want sponsorship. Okay, cool. So does everybody else. Why don't you go look for sponsorships outside of paintball? Vulcan, like, let me see. Vulcan, Die, Empire, Titman. I don't know. Whoever else. Lux. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They they get an e probably get a dozen emails a day. We want sponsorships. We want sponsorships. Well, too fucking bad. Look outside of paintball. I want, like, for the CMC, I'm, I'm going, I'm trying it's not easy, and I understand that, but I am trying to approach non-paintball companies to help with this thing, right? So it's it's anyways, it just it triggered a whole rant. So, so well, let's let's talk sponsorships and paintball real quick. So, from my view, these big paintball companies say, "Hey, buy all our gear. We'll give you a little discount. But if you want to get any more out of it, you have to be." competing 
in mm -hmm. these big events. And this is more of a speedball side of things. Um, so you need to compete in these more established events. And then they have to be like first or second to get paint contingencies, which is like the big hoorah. But like for these teams that are getting going, going and getting in a sponsorship with one of these fields is not ideal. You save a couple bucks, but like I've saved so much money buying used, <laughs> right? Like you don't need to buy new. Um, and like TNT, um, it's extremely expensive for our season. Um, I did up the math the other day and it was like just under 14 grand. That's crazy. Um, nice. But in order to start paying for things, uh, we had to get sponsorships, but we looked to friends and family. Uh, we look for local businesses and we look for a monetary sponsorship. It's like, hey, we'll give you a shout out. We will put you on our jerseys. We will like and share your stuff on Facebook. If you ever need a charity event, like and you need some extra faces there, we can totally be that. But there's not much we can really offer you at the end of the day. It's just, let me teach you about paintball a little bit and thank you for helping me do my thing. Yeah. Sorry, reading comments. I was, I was listening to everything you just said, but there's a, a large comment popped up. Um, here's an unpopular opinion, apparently. According to Eli, paintball extravaganza shouldn't be about releasing new gear for players. It should be about field owners and the industry. Uh, I guess I kind of agree. Uh, that's that's definitely a topic for a different show. Yeah. <laughs> I think the point of that, I think the point they, they show off the gear, though, is to get stores excited. And I'm not talking about your little mom and pop paintball shop that's got, you know, they bring in like uh, an Empire Sniper, put it on the wall. And then if you want it, they'll order you one in. Um, I think those extravaganzas are more for like Badlands. You know what I mean? A&S gear. Uh, those companies, the companies that are, are like, they need to pick and choose what they're going to promote. And what they're going to bring in, like, do do they want to buy three of this gun? Do they want to buy ten of this one? That you know, uh, that kind of thing. So I think that's that's what those are for. Uh, anyways, that's topic for a different show. Um, where did we? How did we get onto this? We were sponsorships, and then Eli made the comment about extravaganza, and here we are just checking out comments. Yeah. Um, okay. Chris Barrett. Uh, teams are the way forward. Paintball seems to be dropping off in areas because of airsoft, mostly in Europe. Or the UK. I guess those are two separate things now, aren't they? <laughs> it's like a whole different universe. <laughs> uh, well, it used to be Europe and now Brexit. So now it's Europe and the UK. Okay, anyways. Uh, right. People want to feel like an army guy when doing their first ever game, but when sites overcharge on things, sell bad quality paint, rent bad equipment along with red and blue masks. It's not exactly military looking. I could ramble on for hours about how to get people into the sport. The way I do seem to work as I gain about two to four members a month. Okay, if you're seeing gains, then you're doing something right. I think the big red, blue masks, um, I understand the point of them. At the same time, they're not nice masks. They're just not. The big, bulky red and blue things. I'm not even talking about the color. I wear an orange mask, so I mean, I'm all for the color, but just, they're just not nice masks. Okay, but here's another side of it. For a birthday party of kids, it is perfect. Uh, they're awesome for birthday parties for kids. 
Oh, no. I'll stand yeah. by that. Like they, they, <laughs> they serve a purpose. So for businesses, yeah, for businesses, but it's not ideal to have like open walk on Sunday and then it's like, okay, all you guys have to wear blue mask, all you guys have to wear a red mask. That ain't gonna fly. I want to no. wear my fly stuff. <laughs> right. Um. I just, I just, I would love to see a company produce. Uh. And I, I know this doesn't go hand in hand, but like high quality and cheap, it just doesn't. They don't mix, right? Um but somebody needs to crack the code on this shit and get a really nice rental mask that isn't that, you know what I mean? Like I would, that, that, that right there, that alone, I think would be revolutionary uh, in paintball, especially in the renter's gear. Like a, uh, like a really nice, I'm not talking I four level nice or EVS level or, or, or push or anything like that. I just mean, just not those big ass red and blue masks is something different, something new. Um, I think would be like, would be revolutionary. If somebody could figure out a way to make those super cheap so that fields can get them or make them super modular, make it so that you can replace the strap on them and just the strap. And, and, and you don't need an engineering degree to figure out how to do it. Cause some of those masks, I see like, Eli mentioned E-Flex rentals there and man, that would be a whole new game changer. But if we could take like the eFlex and make the foam more not so dirty, maybe yeah. more sanitary, right? Yeah, yeah. Something yeah, that, that cleans up easy. That's yeah, because that's one of the things you see in those renter masks is that that super thick, dense foam that can be cleaned, which is great because you need that. I ain't like I just man, somebody else's sweat. That's gross. That's that's right. Right. Oh, detachable foam. We need to find out somebody with enough capital. It's not E-Flex. E, um, my Empire EVS has detachable foam. Right. So, okay. So, the technology is there. We need somebody with like $100,000 in capital that I could piss away on prototypes of, of this potential mask. It'll be a game changer. I guarantee it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Tristan. Oh, yeah. The bright red mask and the boiler suit. <laughs> Nothing says rental like that. That's right. So, um, they do serve a nice purpose, though. I was playing a game at Capital, and they have the big red ones, and I knew which players not to stomp on. Yeah. You know, like, I would sit there, and I'd watch a bunch of red masks go to the right, and I was like, one, two, three, four. I'm like, okay, there goes four of them. There was eight people on that team, though, so where the hell did the other four dudes go? Like, <laughs> And then I, you know, I knew, they're like, okay, if, if I want a challenge, I'm going to go to the left. If I want to be a dickhead, I'll go to the right. So, um, but they do serve a really uh, great purpose. Um, who let let's talk uh, rental gear in the East Coast because it's kind of it's kind of all over the place. There's some fields that they don't even have a fleet. It's just whatever they happen to have lying around is the marker you get. Um, but there's some fields like what is Capital City has? I think he's got 98 customs. Right now, but he's moving them out to Emacs. I think. Which is a great move. Yeah, so, yeah, I think the technology with the Emac is incredible. Um, it is going to allow... Okay, what what's the player experience real quick? So, you go out there with... Uh, you come to the field on Sunday with your dad or your brother or maybe your dad and your brother. You get the rental set up. It's this Titman... 98 bt combat a5 if you're lucky thing right 
then you're playing with guys that have all these flashy guns. Paintball's yep. paintball at the end of the day, but you feel a gun right from the beginning. Fields being able to offer these Emacs that look just as like, shoot just as good, just are a lot cheaper, like right. is incredible. Um, the player experience, like it's a no brainer. If I own a field, I'd buy a fleet, get rid of all my tokens, hands down. Um, I, I wouldn't even think about it because it's all about player experience with, I know we beat it with Dead Horse growing the sport, but if you want to get your guys back next weekend on a business standpoint, you need to give them a good player experience. That EMAC is revolutionary, in my opinion. Yeah. And you cut down time cleaning. Oh my God, that man hours. Right. <laughs> Someone that's really good with those BT combats, like I've taken them apart. I had my fair share of A5s when I got into this. I get it. It takes forever, even if you're good. Emix are the future. It's going to cut down your maintenance. It gives you player experience. Um, it's just no brainer in my opinion. Hundred percent. I get it. Hundred It's the Emix are an amazing marker. Uh, Je- uh, Josh Gastel, Gast- I can never pronounce the two sides. Josh, Gastel, I believe, Gastel, <laughs> the owner of Meg Hill Paintball. Uh, out in, uh, technically it's in Berry Hills, but we're just going to say it's out by Salisbury, uh, halfway between Salisbury and Moncton, out here in New Brunswick. Great field. Yeah. Uh, he introduced me to the EMAC, actually. I went to his field. I know they had launched the EMAC, and then I went to his field one day, and he was just like, oh, he runs into the house, and he comes back, goes, you need to try this. I was like, okay. Like, and he didn't say anything. He just goes, shoot it. I'm like, fuck, okay, why not? Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> like, it was just, I was like, oh, this is an amazing marker. Uh, if I didn't already you have got the players, name, like You got players that own $1,500 guns. And they still love whipping out that EMAC and going on Dude, the field. Like the it's EMAC is the awesome. 21st century 98 custom. The damn thing is indestructible as far as speedball sure. markers go. Like, yeah. and you learn to walk that trigger. Who needs ramping? Uh, realistically, who needs ramping anyways? But <laughs> I have an old school um, way of doing that. Garner Lupo of Defcon Paintball agrees with us. EMAC for rentals is an amazing idea. Loves them. Great. If Garner agrees, that means we're right. Um, That's right. Absolutely. I love Defcon's content on YouTube, by the way. I love YouTube content. Um, you mean, does so, it suck? Thanks, guys. I love watching yes, the does that type it of suck. stuff. It's <laughs> fun, right? Like, it's, it's fun which, content. Which one was I watching? Oh, my God. I can't remember. I can't remember what he was reviewing. And he's just, oh, it was something new. Anyways, and he's just like, welcome to Does It Suck? And he goes, we're going to review this. And he holds something up, and I can't, God, I can't remember what it is. And he goes, he's like, I'm going to tell you now, it sucks. Like, straight, like we're like 15 <laughs> seconds into the video, and he's like, it sucks. But let me explain why. And, like, it was just, it was great. It was phenomenal. Um, Josh, again, ramping is for noobs. Uh, tons of fields. Eli's telling me tons of fields are switching to the EMAC. The major problem is distribution. They can't keep up with the demand. That's a great problem to have. I'm super pumped that they can't keep up with the demand. That means a ton of people are adapting or adopting them. And I can't wait to see more Emacs in the hands of more players. Cause I think that's, that's going to help. I think a lot of people talk about paintball dying paintball slowed down. And that's because you'd go to the field and be like, all right, I'm going to paintball for the first time. And they're like, here, have a, have a cut 98 custom. And you're like, what the fuck? He's older than me. <laughs> you know? So actually true. Wait, when, wait. Yeah, actually. There's probably some players that 98 custom is actually older than them. Absolutely. 
how long have they been out for? I don't know. I'm just I'm talking. Uh, I got a 14 year old on TNT, and I bet you <laughs> it's getting pretty close. I don't even know if this information's on the internet. Oh, totally. When did it release? When did it release? I think. Wait, was it released in '98? Is that why it's called? Yeah, it was released in 1998. Really? That's why it's called the '98 Custom. So yeah, there's totally players. There's, that Jesus Christ! Flew. There's people playing with 22 year old markers. Oh, or it's the they might be newer. They might be newer, but the technology. 22 year old design. They're running with a 22 year old design. You're wondering why players aren't coming back. Uh, you're wondering why people aren't coming back. It's the interwebs. <laughs> um. Yeah, everyone's now starting to catch up, and they're just all going to call us idiots in the co- in the comments. And I'd be like, "Dude, it's yeah, called the '98." Yeah. <laughs> um, so Pat Hickey, I see Pat Hickey in here. Yep. Uh, he runs Shediac Paintball. Thank you, sir. I love that field. For um, those who don't know, Shediac I, is in the middle of absolutely nowhere, New Brunswick. It's which, close to Moncton. It's true. New Brunswick is right by Moncton. <laughs> to be fair, New Brunswick is in the middle of absolutely nowhere, Canada. So it's. <laughs> But that is very great. It's a great spot. It really is. I have to go there. They, like... they get a stupid amount of snow. Yeah. Stupid amount of they're snow. They're in the snow belt. There's literally like a thing of air that travels. And anywhere there's there, if they're like, there's 15 centimeters of snow coming, Shetty acts like from 45 and just gets fucking so, dumped on. <laughs> so Pat Hickey mentioned speedball started to lack off and the league changed to no sideline coaching. And once upon a time in speedball, the tournament format, the coaches could literally be yelling at their players on the sideline what to do. They can be saying exactly what the other team is doing, exactly what to tell your team. And as much as I'm so happy that rule is gone, it did make it very exciting for the the spectators, for the girlfriends, the parents, everyone else, the friends that are there. And I think that's something that paintball is lacking right now is – fun for spectators because it's so hard to watch in the first place like you understand this guy's trying to shoot that guy but in order to actually show off paintball we do need to make it more fun for everyone and i understand his comment there with uh with the sideline coaching sort of going because it, it would have been really fun to witness in my opinion okay. but so to play against i think oh, i think doing away with sideline coaching um wasn't a terrible thing I think the players should have to figure their shit out on their own. Now, I do think it gets a little diff- it does get difficult when you have two players one on one. Neither of them know where the other one's at. Nobody wants to move, and the game sort of just screeches to a halt. I get that. That can be super frustrating. Um, but I think paintball can be made more exciting to watch. With, I don't know, just something, maybe not, the the games are hard to watch from one particular standpoint, like one point on the field. It's hard to stand on the side and see the whole game. It's not like watching a game of soccer where you can stand there and just watch the ball go back and forth. That's right. You know, it's really, with paintball, if something happens, let's say you're sitting on the opposite side of the snake. If two guys duke it out in the snake, you can't see. You're missing all the action. You have no idea what's going on. Um, you know, vice versa, if you're on snake side and somebody's over in Dorito and it's just like, well, shit, I don't know what's going on. So you see hooting and hollering on one side, no, but nothing happening on one. It's hard to watch and I get it. People need to acknowledge that. Ghost Sports is doing a great job. 
I was going to ask, do you have a Ghost Sports membership, Mr. Bradley? I've had Ghost Sports for over a year. Uh, I watched World Cup. Yeah. So when when the Houston Heat Russian debacle went down, I was sitting in this very spot. I had it up on this screen here. I can't remember what I was doing on this screen here. And I just remember just sitting there watching. And then when it all happened, I hollered, stood up, threw something off my desk, and the cat ran scared. Like <laughs> This was when he got hit before he hit the buzzer, right? So it was just it all happened. Like yeah. when it like when it all went down, it was just like do, do, what boom boom and he hits the buzzer and you're like do and then everyone's pointing at his leg and I was like boom <laughs> So it's incredible what these athletes can do, by the way. It blows oh my, my mind God. how fast R- Russian Legion is a monster. They are like how they, them, how they train is unreal. Yeah. The Russians, Houston heat and AC Dallas. I found they, they, okay. Back in the day, old school speedball to sit there and watch five dudes sit there on the field and just dump six pallets of paint at each other was boring as hell. Absolutely. But watching like those three teams in particular really stood out to me because it would be like you hear the buzzer, right? And you just feel like bam and then within seconds somebody was past the fifty. Yeah. And they were just they were in each other's faces and that was entertaining paintball to watch. It was so so much fun to watch because it wasn't sitting there watching somebody go it was like these dudes five minutes, yeah. Yeah, these dudes were just like swear to God, at one point I thought there was some fist fights in the middle of the field. I mean, somebody did get hit by it. So most. So yeah, and and like once you get into it, like I follow all these teams, but these are two ex teammates, and right. then they they they're doing it to get under their skin. Like you watch teams like NYX go out there, and they're dumping pods and their hoppers, like walking by another team's pits. It makes it a little exciting. I'm all for it because it makes it exciting. Um, you know what? I, I've watched but the there's so much passion right and that's what it is they're so pumped there's a ton of adrenaline they're super passionate about their sport because let's be honest paintball players are a weird breed and these guys are like I remember watching the interview and he was just like I chirped him and he lost like he lost his cool which means I won like that was just that's like right. you you like you wanted him to headbutt you and he's just like well yeah you know, I just chirped him and then he he hit me that's right um that's right so what we need is and, and like, one of impact's best players is now sitting on the sidelines not being able to play man right like mouse is a beast he, yeah. he i i i think he frowns better tampa bay is going for it this year um like they got think tampa bay is the team to watch uh i'm an impact diehard but keith brown i was, is I was just rooting unreal. for impact keith man. brown's my favorite player who keith brown keith favorite brown? player hands down yeah okay okay so I don't. Yeah, I I, I'm terrible incredible. for like for like uh, player names. I have a really hard time keeping track of player names. So I don't really have a favorite player uh, yet. I'll pick somebody that somebody's name will just stick into my head, and they're my favorite player, and I won't be able to tell you anything <laughs> about them. Um, but if I'm at the water cooler, I'll be like, oh yeah, and just like drop a name, like I know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, uh, I should get a pool going. I should do like a. Well, I mean, Ghost Sports already has like the fantasy, the fantasy paintball things, which up. is wicked. We're, I, we're we all have inner gamblers, and like when you can 
pick this so this year you can actually make a fantasy team so you can pick players and based off how their player the player individual players do is how your team points go sort of like uh, fantasy football or whatever Amazing. Um, i think that's that's the next step up and it's just i think that's awesome awesome content that's wicked yeah i want to i i didn't get into it last year um i just didn't think about it until it was too late so i'm definitely getting it on the uh on the fantasy paintball this year and oh, yeah. uh, um so yeah. uh eppl let's talk so we were talking we just rambled off into the professional world there but let's talk eppl let's talk small scale so um what's it give us a give us a play-by-play in the day of the life of playing in shediac <laughs> so you show up to the field uh, there's dew all over the ground. Uh, you normally get your cleats wet if it's before uh, nine, ten o'clock. Um, and you go and just give everyone a hug, say good luck, and uh, just know next time you see me, we're stepping on the field. It's going to be pretty cutthroat until we go shake hands. Um, but you start off in the morning. So right now we uh, we have three divisions. On Saturday, the three-man rookie plays in the morning. Uh, they pretty much do like a double round robin and you can earn points for how good you do in that match. So it's not like a timed game. Of course, like it's a, it's a three minute point or something like that, but uh, it's not like you're off for two minutes and going right back on like the traditional format. So you can get so many points for shooting players out. You can get so many points for pulling the flag first and so many points for hanging the flag first. Um, this is sort of where everyone should start off once they start getting into this, uh, the competitive side of paintball, if you would. Um, and it's just a all out fun day. Um, and last year, uh, first place got medals and I think Spire IRs. Second place got uh, medals and Planet Eclipse backpacks. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it was. That's pretty sick uh, and third. Oh, absolutely. My Planet Eclipse backpack is is my favorite. I take it everywhere with me. It's like my purse. Um, and it's just all around awesome. Um, and then third place got um, paintball branded hats um, and also a medal. Um, and then in the afternoon is where uh, you start seeing things pick up a little bit. Uh, you got your three-man race two that play on a traditional format. Uh, it's a timed game. I believe we're playing about 10 to 12 minute games uh you go on as soon as the timer starts you shoot at each other someone scores a point two minute timer starts and you're back at your start box or you shoot at the end of that two minutes or you're sitting at that point um and it's uh it's a blast i've made some of my best friends through the ppl and uh i wouldn't trade that experience for anything um and then you get to step it up on sunday with the five-man open which you get to play against the best players here in the on the Atlantic, uh, Atlantic side of Canada. And it's, uh, it's a huge learning curve. Uh, not I even imagine. gonna lie. Um, you, you have to be committed. Uh, if you're not committed, you just sort of plateau, but, uh, if you're committed, you can definitely step it up and start competing with the best. Um, and just what's awesome about our players here is everyone's so friendly. Um, we go to practice together and if a player sees that, Hey, you want it, they're going to go over there and teach you some of their knowledge. So, uh, I have to give a huge shout out to Northport, Hustle. Those players have been indisposable for my knowledge. Wick. And a lot of those players are here in the chat. Tim Bryan, Pat Hickey, you guys. I, I, I learn they've both 
there are players that individually come out of their way and said, hey, check this out. But being able to watch these guys on the field is is enough learning. Nice. Um, yeah. That's awesome. You, that's, you painted a great picture. And I love the uh, – yeah. I really like the, the whole, like, like, hey, man, you're a great guy but I'm going to kick your ass in about three minutes. Like it's, <laughs> it's so, I, I, it's funny. I, I, I'm the, I, I'm the guy that goes and gives everyone a hug and a kiss before a game. But like, I mean, during that game, it's so cutthroat that yep. we, it, it, it's bad. And then, then the timer goes and it's just, it's we're all so competitive. Um, but after that timer goes and we go shake hands, like it's nothing but love for these guys because uh, we've all started, we've grown together and it's a, uh, it's a really cool experience. Love it, man. That's wicked, man. You, you, that's that's awesome. So, um, so the EPPL out in Shediac. If somebody wanted to come by and watch, are they welcome to? Absolutely. There's uh, everyone's extremely friendly. Uh, there's always some gear kicking around for those players looking for a little keepsake. Boundary Threads is always there, and Brian always has his shop open. Uh, and there's always a barbecue. Um, yeah, it's always a good time, uh, and it's good paintball to watch. Like everyone's, everyone that's out there really knows what they're doing for the most part and wants it just as much as the next guy. So, um, at least the competition to be there. throughout the day is awesome. We need at to get a lease out there. there. Need more girls in paintball, um, and there's definitely some girls that compete in the EPPL. Um, but we need more girls in paintball. Guys need to bring out their girlfriends way more often. Those ones that aren't real girlfriends, but they're friends that are girls, because yeah. We don't need none of that drama at the field. But people need more girls. No domestics <laughs> at the field. No domestic yeah. abuse. But, uh, and I got to give a show. My girlfriend, Kay, like, she's so supportive. Like, I go through my calendar, and it's like, I have something on the go every weekend. I, I'm full of blown to this, and she's really supportive. So having that help at home and at the fields for our tournaments is, uh, is also just incredible. So yep. thank you, dear. <laughs> there. Maybe, the maybe she'll let me stay up a little later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right, man. So we're uh, we're pretty much coming to uh, coming to the end on this now. And um, yeah, Elise is saying yes, more girls, please. Uh, yeah, bring so, out your friends. Stop yeah. stop coming to the field with your boyfriend, Elise. Bring out your girlfriends. Yeah, or bring your husband instead. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Um, so before we go though, two, we're going to take two seconds. I was supposed to do this a little earlier in the episode, but you know, it happens. So just quick, uh, we're going to quick, quick sponsor spotlight. Be back in like two seconds. This episode of the Maritime Paintball Podcast brought to you by Tier 1 Armament, pbswagbag.com, and defcompaintballgear.com. And of course, big shout out to the Patreon supporters. Uh, the, the true MVPs out there, the Mary, Justin, Scotian, Mike, Matt, Tim, Jeffrey, Ryan, Alex, Dr. Rush, Tony, and Sage, uh, all fantastic individuals who are, uh, you know, financially supporting this podcast and making tiny donations, which is a huge help. So if you are in the position to become a Patreon supporter, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Maritime Paintball Podcast and, uh, and you too can help us out. And if you're not in the position to be a Patreon supporter, don't worry about it. You just got to like, share, and comment on the on the video, and that's a huge help on itself. So we appreciate all of it. Um, so this episode had no real one topic. Holy shit, we were all over the place. 
all over the place. I love it. Yeah, but it was a good conversation. It was a good time. A lot of segues, a lot of good segues. Uh, I didn't lose my train of thought as often as I normally do, so it was really, really well done. And uh, so, you got uh, you got a few minutes. What do you want to plug? Uh, so, who do I want to plug? Whoever. Anybody. EPPL, Brian Campbell, uh, Hypersports, Al Snyder. Love everything he's done for us. Uh, he's one of the team sponsors this year. Um, ooh, some big news in Atlanta, Canada. Um, Hatfield Farms. Everyone in HRM is familiar with these guys. They Hatfield host Farms. Uh, w- weddings, parties, cowboy roundups, sleigh rides. It's an awesome venue. Uh, they're opening up a paintball field this year. Uh, they are going with the Emex. I believe they're going to be going with a mix of 68 and 50 cal. Um, nice. Definitely going to be a very interesting field. Uh, and can't wait for them to get started up because uh, that's going to be big for uh getting these players started. That's great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And of course, TNT, we're always open to new players. Uh, I pretty much have a team in every division that plays in the EPPL, but we're also going to the OPL this series. So we're growing. Yeah, buddy. Make it bigger, make it better. Uh, that's, right. that's awesome. Super, super excited for that. Uh, I'm super pumped for there to be a new field. Cause we, yeah, uh, we're, we're, we need more fields. That's what needs to happen. Yep. So, uh, absolutely we need to uh, give uh more opportunities to players to get involved uh halifax is booming as far as i'm concerned uh i'm i'm a sales rep for a construction company and man houses are going up left right and center halifax is growing like yep. wildfire so now's the time to uh get everyone on board with paintball guys like like share it's the best thing you can do love it okay that's it. We're out of here. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who stuck around chatting and commenting and liking and sharing. We appreciate all of it. I really do. Um, <laughs> there's sad faces popping up now. They're sad. That we're oh, one here. second, one second, one oh. second. I got to give a shout out to Jim Bent. Jim Bent has Jim helped Bent. so many players here in the Maritimes uh, oh, shit. from all their needs. He's my go-to for new gear. He, uh, anytime my gun goes down, he's the first one. I'm like, Jim, I need Jim. a hand. <laughs> Uh, and Jim has just helped so many players get involved in the sport that I like to say thank you for everything you've done for me. Yeah. Jim's like, a, Jim, I think I know Jim. Have I met Jim? I think I've met Jim. Jim Ben? He's been around since before I was born, I think. Yeah. We're <laughs> friends on Facebook, so it's official. But, uh, <laughs> hey. Lies. Uh, he looks like a super nice guy. He's just, he's an awesome guy. He's been around. He you can learn so much from him, uh, and he he helps the most players in this province. I don't know. <laughs> we'll go with it. Let's run with it. So that's it, folks. We're out of here. Uh, next week we've got a cool guest on uh, who's going to be showcasing how he made his dye damn glow. Dude, I seen that on Facebook yeah, today. It's so booked. cool. He's already booked the for the show. Good. I'm stoked because I want to know how he did it. Like, <laughs> oh man, I'm really hoping that it's wired into like, in like into the board. It's got to be wired into the board. I don't know. I'm gonna get him to take it apart on the show because I want to know how it works. But yeah, as soon as I saw it, I messaged him. I was like, dude, let's get you on the show. He's in the UK, yeah. so it's gonna be 12:30 in the morning when he's on. But then we get to see another aspect of the sport. You know what I mean? Like, not only are you getting this really really cool product, if you would, but you're we're gonna learn a little bit about the uk and ball so i'm excited for that i'll be tuned in for sure fantastic all right folks that's it we're out of here thanks so much and until next week cheers